Pastor Ray Bentley highlights a powerful declaration of Jesus. It is in this phrase how Jesus defeated the devil, broke the power of sin, and brought the deliverance of heaven back to the earth. By this phrase, it is written. And that is the way that you and I, as God's sons and daughters, are to live, to stand on the Word, the power of the Word, the authority of the Word. It is written. Welcome to Maranatha Radio with Pastor Ray Bentley. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return, the whole gospel to the whole world. The Bible is more than just another sacred text. It's truth revealed by the very breath of God. It's our spiritual sword. It's the yardstick by which all of life is measured. Even Jesus, the Word incarnate, reinforced the value of the Word in his confrontation with Satan. Here's Pastor Ray with more. Let's open our Bibles to the Gospel according to Mark. We pick up in verse 21, Mark chapter 1, verse 21. All right, let's do a little uh, introduction here. Jesus has just begun his ministry. The beginning of his ministry uh, has come as Jesus recognized in the emergence of John the Baptist who began speaking and preaching a message, prepare the way. Israel, prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah. It had been a very long time since Israel had heard the voice of a prophet, the word and the power and the authority of God. It had been about 400 years since they had heard a prophet. And all of a sudden, John began preaching, but he was not preaching in the big cities. Uh, he certainly was not preaching even in Jerusalem, but he was down by the Jordan River, down in the wilderness, and he began preaching to nature. He began preaching to the mountains and to the valleys and to the clouds above, uh, to the animals that were out there, and preaching with all the authority, all the anointing Jesus himself had said. Of all those who went before John, Here's Jesus' estimation of John the Baptist. He said, none is greater than John. Now that's a pretty big company when you think of all those who have gone before, all the way back to Abraham and including Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and David. But Jesus said of all those who have gone before, none is greater than John the Baptist. Now let's think about John the Baptist. How long was his ministry? Best estimates, his entire ministry lasted about six months. He didn't perform one miracle. Not one supernatural act uh, was done through him. He did nothing like Elijah or Moses. He merely preached. Prepare, I am a voice crying in the wilderness. And he's literally from the Judean wilderness. He's proclaiming to the four corners of the earth, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Heaven is coming to the earth here, to you, to this generation. And he is saying, you better get ready for the Messiah's coming, prepare the way of the Lord. What should we do? They were cut to the heart and he said, repent, turn, get your hearts ready and get baptized. So people are going down and getting baptized. 
And then Jesus comes to be baptized by John, and John suddenly recoils and says, no, no, I should be baptized by you. And Jesus said, no, John, let everything be fulfilled. So John takes Jesus, and he, he drops him down into the Jordan River, and he brings him back up. And as he comes back up, John's eyes are caught up to the heaven, and the Holy Spirit comes down upon Jesus in the form of a dove. That was the sign that God the Father had spoken to the heart of this man who had prayed in the quiet and solitude of the desert. Here is the sign of the one you are preparing the way for. When you see the heavens opened and the Spirit descend in the form of a dove, John, that's the one. So he saw that and immediately John pointed to Jesus. With all, he had thousands and thousands of followers. Some people even thought John was the Messiah. He said, I'm not. He said, not only am I not, I'm merely the one preparing the way. I'm not worthy to be his servant. I'm not worthy to get on my hands and knees and take off his sandals. You go follow him. I must decrease, he must increase. So Jesus was baptized. He received God's approval by the seal of the Holy Spirit coming upon him and then immediately uh, now, as the father robes his son on earth with the mantle of power and authority and the glory of heaven and the pleasure of the father to be the savior of the world, he goes into the wilderness to be tested and tempted by the devil for 40 days and nights. And then it was there that Jesus marked the path by which he would lead his entire life. It was there in the wilderness when the devil came to him that he established the pattern that we be the habit and the foundation of his ministry of being the savior of the world and at the same time laying a foundation for every one of us who would become his disciple. And what was the path that he chose? It is in this phrase and make a note of it and put it in your heads. I cannot overemphasize it. This is what how Jesus defeated the devil, broke the power of sin, and brought the deliverance of heaven back to the earth. By this phrase, it is written. It is written. Jesus, all he, he didn't get into philosophizing with the devil. He didn't argue with the devil. He didn't try to convince the devil. He didn't try to teach the devil. He just said, it is written. And the Word of God, the Bible, this Word that has been given, Jesus used the Word of God as if it were alive. He quoted it, not that it was from ancient, past prophets, but that the words themselves, though they may have come through a prophet like an Isaiah or a Jeremiah, were living, the words were living. Though the prophet was long gone, the Word of God was alive as if real, tangible, burning, a living Word that applied right here, right now. And that is the way that you and I, as God's sons and daughters, are to live, to know the Word and to stand on the Word, the power of the Word, the authority of the Word. It is written. And it doesn't matter anything about how spiritual you are or how good you are when you as a child of God stand on the gold of the word of God, the devil himself must flee from you. Isn't that powerful? And then Jesus prayerfully chose his 12 disciples upon whom he would say, come follow me. Because 
being a follower of Jesus Christ is more caught than taught. And these were the 12 that Jesus would write his message upon their hearts by living with them, walking with them for the next three years. And then he deliberately begins his campaign. And he starts in a little village. In fact, the whole village of Capernaum, which was his headquarters, maybe had 2,000 people in it. The whole community had 2,000 people in it. Jesus began there. He went to their synagogue. And beginning in verse 21, Mark chapter 1, verse 21, we pick up where Jesus began his campaign. Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught. The synagogue is the church of the day, the, the church of the Jewish people, the congregation. And he knew where they would be. And he wanted to teach them and share with them the kingdom. And so they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Every other rabbi would quote, well, so-and-so says, and they would quote all these other rabbis. Jesus quoted no one. He spoke as if he had all the power and all of the authority and said, this is the way it is. He spoke first person about everything, even the kingdom of heaven. Here's the kingdom of heaven is like this. It was very refreshing and very strange to the ears of the people. So Jesus is teaching. Verse 23, now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit. And he cried out saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Yeshua of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him saying, be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him, the, the guy that had the demon got sick to his stomach and it was almost like he was ready to throw up, convulsed him, cried out with a loud voice, and he came out of him. And then they were all amazed. It wasn't usual synagogue time. And they questioned among themselves saying, what is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority, he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. And immediately his fame spread throughout all the region around Galilee. Now many villages that go around the shores of the Sea of Galilee. Note that the gospel, the good news of the kingdom, Jesus came delivering the good news of the kingdom of God, the reestablishing of God's beachhead upon the earth, the world that he had made, the men and women that he had made in his own image and after his own likeness. The gospel of the kingdom delivers us from all evil. Now, I am sure that unclean spirits, which is, by the way, a common term used by the rabbis for demons or fallen angels, are not especially fond of synagogues. And I don't know how often this man had come to the synagogue who had this demonic problem, but he had come and somehow the demon had been able to hide or squeeze his way through. But now when Jesus, the Messiah, begins teaching with power and with authority and with purity and with righteousness and with character, the words are burning. The word of God comes alive and the demon inside that was hidden inside of the man begins to make him convulse and get sick and finally screams out. He was being tormented. 
Note that the demonic world is tormented by the presence of Jesus Christ. A true child of God walking with the Lord cannot be tormented. But the demons are tormented by the Lord. They will be burned by the presence of Christ. And I do not believe that a a man or a woman that is born again of the Spirit can be possessed of a demon. Light and darkness cannot dwell together. You can be harassed in, in a variety of ways but not that he is inside of you. This poor man was in a, in a violent condition. Pastor Ray Bentley will have more of today's study in just a moment. Since Pastor Ray went to heaven, we've received encouraging comments from listeners around the country and also near to home. We have been listening to Pastor Ray for 25 years. He was always excited to preach about Jesus and couldn't wait to see him face to face. Now he is happy with the Lord with no more pain or sadness. Thank you for leading our family with your easy to understand sermons every week. May the Lord give comfort and strength to the Bentley family. Although he's gone home, his teachings continue here on the radio thanks to the support from listeners like you. If you'd like to partner with Ray Bentley Ministries and Maranatha Radio, just go to our website at www.raybentley.com. That's raybentley.com. And now more of today's message from Pastor Ray Bentley. I think it's interesting that we live in so-called modern times, a modern society, a very intellectual society, and we think that we're above all that. Oh, ancient people believed in you know ghosts and spirits and goblins and various uh, things like that. And they think that now being more educated that we are above that and we are beyond that. They may not be manifest in the same way, but we have it wrong and we have it backwards and we have not really advanced so far. The demonic realm is real and demons are real. And just as Jesus said about the devil, he comes to rob and to kill and to steal and to destroy. Uh, demons, you know, if God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life, demons hate you and want to use you and abuse you and want to destroy your life. They will come and want to bring darkness. They would want to come and bring depression. Uh, you're not worth living. You, you should just throw your life away or thoughts of suicide, uh, various uh, addictions and weirdnesses that they will draw you into. It's very, very real. And once you have the Spirit of God, and once you've been born again, your eyes are opened, the scales are taken off your eyes, and you realize there's more going on than just what we can see with our physical eyes. Amen? Paul the Apostle wrote about this, and he talks about it in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 12 and 13. I want you to read this scripture out loud with me. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. What is he talking about? Principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this age. Who are these spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places? They are fallen angels. And if you are not born again with the Holy Spirit inside of you, uh, there are a variety of ways that you can unfortunately 
You can become spiritually alive one of two ways, either by being born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, or you can go to the dark side, and it is real, and there are evil, fallen spirits who will take and possess you and use you and abuse you. If you are a child of God, you cannot be possessed by the devil. As I mentioned, light and darkness cannot dwell together. But you can be a child of God and filled with the Holy Spirit and know the Lord and open doors of oppression. Now oppression is still being harassed. It is still being taunted and tormented and in ways that are unclean. That's why they're called unclean spirits. You know, here, this poor man, he was there, he was in the synagogue, he was listening to the teaching, but somehow he had opened a door in his life that had allowed uh, this demon for him to come inside of him and was delivered by the power and authority of Jesus Christ. If there's anything in your life uh, that is not biblical, that is not pure, that is not from the word of God, anything you can imagine from the occult world or the dark side, uh, anything innocent seemingly, you know, tarot cards and all the things of, of the occult and the cults and new age craziness, these are enticements that demonic spirits use to get an entrance, you've given them now authority to come however far that they can come. But if you have Christ in you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. But I am also saying that this is a time, if we are near the coming of the Lord, and we're to prepare for the coming of the Lord, this is a day I would exhort and encourage you if there is any area of your mind, of your imagination, of your heart, Anything that you know does not line up with the word of God that could be an avenue through which demons are able to harass you or oppress you, shut it off in the name of Jesus Christ, renounce it, resist it, repent of it, say, Lord, forgive me, I am sorry, and you want to be filled with that clean water of the word and of the spirit. It is real. If you haven't, I, I find it fascinating, people that they, they don't really know. Uh, they think this is all there is. They've never seen nor experienced. I have experienced uh, the supernatural and I have unfortunately seen uh, the manifestation of, of demonic spirits. It is so far beyond Anything, yes, there are people that can have mental problems, and I have seen that. Emotional problems, I've seen that. Physical, debilitating problems, I've seen that. Whole other category. The reality that, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But it's also true, the reality of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and his power is able to cleanse you of every unclean spirit and deliver you from the power of sin and of Satan. He has no right, he has no authority. And in Jesus' name, when you stand on him and you stand in his word and you say, I belong to Jesus Christ, get away from me. I resist you in the name of Jesus. Amen. There will come times when the, the enemy will come after you and, and, and seek to distract you and attack you. And as a pastor, you know, 
I, I feel that um, surely I have had many uh, wrestlings and battles and so forth, and it's like the, the, uh, that Gary Larson cartoon with the two deer standing there, and the one guy looks at the other guy and he goes, wow, bummer of a birthmark, Hal, and he's got a big target on his chest. Do you remember that one? Sometimes that's the way it feels when, when you stand up for the Lord, whether you're, you know, as a pastor or you decide, I'm gonna seek the Lord, I'm gonna serve the Lord, I'm gonna give my talents to serve, and you give it to the Lord. You have a spiritual call or an experience, or I, I'm gonna get serious with Jesus Christ, I'm gonna get serious with my walk, and the very first thing that happens is you get some opposition and resistance. Isn't that exactly what happened to Jesus? The Holy Spirit, the heavens open, the Holy Spirit comes down upon him, he's baptized, he has the most radical life-changing experience of his 30 years, he's to begin the ministry of being the savior of the world, and he goes into the wilderness and has to be tempted by the devil for 40 days. So what the master has gone through is a pattern through which you will go through. If you have decided to commit your life more deeply to Christ and been resisted by the devil, you're on the right path but keep resisting the devil and get through those 40 days and stand on the word. Don't you know, battle the devil, don't argue with the devil, don't even talk to the devil, just say, it is written. Let Jesus answer the door, amen? So I like these three words, if you wanna write them down. With dealing with spiritual warfare, recognize spiritual warfare. What are the signs? Well, any kind of, you know, Darkness, depression, uh, you know, suicidal thoughts, obviously, mass confusion as the enemy is trying to, you know, scramble everything around. And so recognize, number two, resist. And that means through the word. It is written is how we resist. Quote the word to him. I'll never forget one night, uh, you know, I, had been, I was getting harassed mentally. It's a common experience for many men and women of God. And finally, it's like, oh, you know, all right. And there's kind of weird things going on. I go, okay, so you're here. I know Jesus is in me. I know you're, you're trying to harass me. So you want to be here? Then we're going to have a Bible study. And turn on, you know, it's nighttime. I turn on the lights. I go, let's read about the cross and the blood of Jesus. I go, if you're here to harass me, I'm going to burn you with what broke you into and broke your power and your authority over me. And I'll read to you all night long if you want. Let's begin in the gospel, you know, and start reading. Now what's amazing is, it does. The truth burns demons. They get sick. As this man convulsed in the presence, he couldn't stand it, and yet he had to confess the truth. I know who you are and you're tormenting me. That's what Jesus does. That is the power of the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ and it burns the enemy. Recognize, resist, standing on the word, and thirdly, start rejoicing by faith. Lord, I thank you that I belong to you. I thank you I am bought and purchased with the blood of Jesus. I thank you for the cross. I thank you that you're alive. I thank you that you're risen. I thank you that the devil is already defeated. I thank you the battle is not mine, but the Lord's. And you just start thanking the Lord for all the truths. Amen? Recognize, resist, and start rejoicing. Good insight from Pastor Ray Bentley today here on Maranatha Radio from our studies in the Gospel of Mark. Now, today's study is titled Gospel Power. If you missed any part, you can hear a replay on iTunes or at raybentley.com. That's raybentley.com.
When you get to the homepage, you can leave a tribute to Pastor Ray's life and service to the Lord. Also, click the word media, and you'll see the words watch, radio, and Devo, three engaging ways you can enjoy Pastor Ray's insights via video, audio recording, or daily devotions. In fact, at the very bottom of the page, you can link to Pastor Ray's Facebook page, his podcast, his YouTube channel, and Twitter feed. And you'll also find Pastor Ray's books there at raybentley.com. His new book, The Final Witness, is an engaging prophetic fiction novel, part of the Elijah Chronicles series. It's riveting and educational at the same time. And raybentley.com is always where you'll find the best deals on Pastor Ray's resources. You can also donate securely right there on the site. Your investments help bring the whole gospel to the whole world. Or our mailing address is Maranatha Radio, 10752 Coastwood Road, San Diego, California, 92127. Well, next time, join Pastor Ray for more from our studies in Mark. More from God's Word next time on Maranatha Radio. Maranatha, bringing the message of Christ's soon return, the whole gospel to the whole world. Maranatha Radio with Pastor Ray Bentley is an outreach of Maranatha Chapel, 10752 Coastwood Road, San Diego, California, 92127.